Hey, turn uh, with me in Matthew chapter 7. We're going to dive right into the Word. Um, I know it is, it is difficult to get to church just on in any normal Sunday if you've got a family, but boy, I tell you, this one is a difficult one, especially after a night like last night. So thanks for being here, and uh, we're going to walk away, I think, one step closer, I think, to Jesus. So uh, Matthew 7, and uh, this is verse 24. Let me read here. It says, therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew against and beat against that house. And yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash. With 2023, now we're walking through the front door of it. I want us to, I want us to look at this passage today as a challenge, as an encouragement for us to walk in obedience with God by building a foundation, I think, that will last. I want to speak to you from the title of the house that you will build. Will you pray with me? Lord, we thank you for today. I pray that you would anoint the message. Don't let it be Adam's words. Let it be yours. Let it be authentic. Let it be real. And God, I just pray that uh, you would get glory. And everybody said, amen. August 9th, 1173, uh, an architect, an Italian architect by the name of Benano Palzano began constructing what we know as the Tower of Pisa. If you know anything about the Tower of Pisa, we know it as the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Some of you may have been there before, have climbed and gone through that structure like that, but it wasn't always leaning. The day that it was built, they were noticed that it, it had some issues and it had some quirks about it, but over time and through construction, it slowly began to lean, and people came up, and they would come up to the, the construction workers at that time, and they would say, I don't know if you know this or not, but you're about a quarter, about a quarter centimeter off, you know, as builders would do, right? Or anybody that wants to, you know, give a little bit of, anybody that builds anything is going to kind of give their two cents. So they're probably like, you know, if you want to put it back that way a little bit, that'd be great. And we, over time, it slowly, slowly continued to shift and to make its way down. This is a 183 foot structure, 14 tons. It ain't going anywhere, right? You'd think. But the thing is, this is built in a place called Pisa. The word Pisa means mushy or soft ground. So over time, now it's 18 feet off of its original center. What we know is a beautiful building, but it has a terrible foundation. Building it upon a foundation that's soft, and weak, knowing the tilt is inevitable. I see here that in 2023, my house and your house, the house that we will build, I want my house to be one that will stand the test of time, that will last. I want my house to be one, and I'm not talking about my physical house. I want my spiritual, I want my home, my family, I want us to be able to last through some of the storms and the crisis of this world. 
background of this whole passage in Matthew chapter seven, though, is Jesus is standing there. He's, he's telling, he's giving the greatest sermon of all time. I want you to think of the greatest sermon of all time, and you could probably think of that preacher. All right, get that out of here and think about this sermon right here, the Sermon on the Mount, and it is, it's going fantastic. And everybody's really leaning in until Jesus tells a story, tells a parable. And in the parables, he wanted you to really feel, he wanted you to get a sense of what was really going on. I wanted to paint a picture today. I know these are two wheelbarrows with just some cinder blocks and some sand. But I wanted to really feel and see what it means to build a house on sand. Soft sand. Jesus, what do you mean when you say build it on rock? I wanted to feel the rock today. I wanted to see what it looks like because I know that what Jesus is saying, he's not just you know, saying whatever just to say, hey, I'm, I'm gonna kill an extra five minutes. Here's an illustration, take that home. No, he is saying if you wanna build your life on something that's gonna last, you're gonna have to build it on a foundation that will last. And he's kind of giving everybody the hint, me and my words are the foundation. Kind of wink, wink at us and He's being very visual, and as we can see, this doesn't look like the best ground. It doesn't look like the best place for a foundation to lay. Story goes like this. Two men at the permit office ready to build a home. They've got their dream home on the blueprints ready to roll. There they go. They each get their permit. They're ready to go. One goes this way. The other one goes that way. One heads to straight the beach. First place, he says, I want the best view. I want it to, he's thinking granite countertops, right? He's thinking a man cave. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody got a man cave? He's thinking, no? Okay. <laughs> he's thinking all the things that one would think of if you're gonna build a life of luxury. You wanna build a, a house right now? I don't wanna build a small home. If I had any, all the money in the world to build a home, I'm building a big house. I'm gonna go on the edge of where I could see the beach, right? I want it to be huge. I want it to be glass. In my mind, I have the perfect dream home. And this is what this guy's saying. I've got the best place. Let's go to the beach. Well, this guy over here says, I'm going this way. Where does he go? He goes to the place where he knows he can find a good foundation. He starts digging. And he's digging and he's digging. And, and if you've ever dig it, uh, dug, dug a ditch before, it is hard work. It is hard work. I've only done it once, all right? So I'm not exactly the hard worker uh, when it comes to this kind of stuff. But um, so it's hard work. It's difficult, but he's going through it. He he's, knows that there is rock eventually. And sure enough, he hits it. And then he says, now it's time to build. This guy's already done beautiful home on the edge of the beach. This guy's just getting started. What's the difference, right? What's the difference in these two men? As the storm comes, we know this house is totally destroyed and this house stands. It's wisdom he's talking about. There, I, now, I'm no realtor, okay? I'd make it, actually, I'd love to be a realtor, but I, I'd make a terrible realtor. I'm not a good builder or a contractor, but I've got three Small points, three little things that I think that we can learn from this very passage. And when we walk away from here, we could say 2023, here I come. Here I come, because I'm building on a foundation 
last. Here's the first thing. Number one, we are all building something. If you're taking notes, write this down. We are all building something. Matthew 7, 24, he says, therefore, everyone, anyone, every single person, he says, therefore, everyone who hears these words. Everybody could hear those words. Everybody knew. They could understand what he was saying. It doesn't matter your race. It didn't matter your education, where you went to school. It didn't matter your credit score, right? He said, anybody who hears these words of mine, words are being spoken, he said, and anybody that hears them and takes them and puts them into practice, that's a wise man. He's speaking in this parable, showing us how to build this life. And both of these guys are, they're not bad guys, right? We always look at the guy that built his house on sand, and he's like the villain. He's the bad. No, he's so selfish. No, he's me. He's you. We've all done this before. We've, we've tried to build a house on sand. They both had great instructions, the instructions that came, how to build the house. They, they both had great intentions. I want to build a house. That's great. I want to build a great house. But what is the difference? Only one could put the plan to pavement. Only one could do it. Only this guy could make it happen. He built a house that stood the test through a cloud five hurricane, and this guy's house is gone. What if there is A and there is B? There's two choices. This is as, as simple as it gets. This is the only thing I could say. There's this. And there's, this, there's a foundation for our spiritual home, for us. When we say we're building a home, we're building a home. We are, not just your home, but he's talking about inside. This is our foundation, which is Christ. It'll last. Why is this so simple, Adam? I taught high schoolers for 14 years. Adam, why is this so simple? I'm gonna tell you why it's so simple, because most of us miss it. We miss it. I missed it. There's two choices, Adam. It's A, and it's B, it's one or it's two. There's nothing in between. You can't land it on the mark right here. It's this or this. And let me tell you, I've chosen sand before, and I know what happens. There's only one right choice in 2023, and it's this wheelbarrow on the left right here. It's the foundation that will last. The best intentions plus the best instructions still don't lead to the best execution. Best intention, I want to. The best instruction, we've got this, and then we still don't do it. I'm the king of that. I'm the king of like saying, we're gonna do this, and I've got a great heart about it, but then just not do it. Like I'm like, I'm all on board. I got excited a couple years ago, several years ago, about working out, as we all do, right? We all get, get excited, and all of us, anybody broken their New Year's resolution already, and it's just the morning, it's 1133, Okay, I'm the only one, thanks. All right, great. We've all done it. We've all, honestly, we've all done it. I signed up for the YMCA. We're all like, we're gonna get buff, we're gonna get jacked, let's do this. And so sure enough, we, we go and sign up. Well, I, I wanted to swim. So my thing was, all right, I wanna swim laps. I don't really wanna get in shape. So I went on Amazon, bought the most expensive, cool-looking goggles I could find as if I was a swimmer, all right? And I'm no swimmer, BT. I don't know how to swim very good or fast, but I got that one of them little caps. I bought a little cap that fits my head. I kid you not, I looked like I knew what I was doing. I got in that water, I did the whole like warm up thing, you know, I had the little nose thingy and all that. I'm like, you know, I'm just out there just 
causing chaos. I went one time, one time, right? I know, I, I, I'm the guy that signs up but doesn't. I had my meal plan, right? I had my workout plan, and then I had my escape plan, and that was to get out as fast as possible. One time of swimming laps, you kidding me? It's because it's hard. It's difficult. This is easy, y'all. You could get started on a house, like right now, today, and build it as high as, this takes going deep. This takes work. This takes effort. This takes being more than just intentional. This takes grit, and it's not fun. Sometimes this is not fun. This is not what we all want. This is what we want. This is quick, easy, and cheap, and I want all three, and bam, I can get it, but not with this, and God's showing us that. 2023, let's not take the easy way out. Let's not take the quick escape. Let's not take this. Let's not say, oh, well, let's just, we'll give in a little bit to culture here. We'll, it's, just this. it's just a rated armor. It's just, this. let's stay firm to what we know is true. What we know is true, God's word. It's God's word and what he has said. And I believe that. I believe that. Let's read his word. Do what it says, like in James 1.22. Don't just listen to God's word. Do what it says. Foolishness is not a lack of understanding. It's a lack of doing. That's what foolishness is. And I've been the fool many a time, many a time, playing with the sand. <clears throat> but the wise man knew he needed more than that. He needed something that was gonna last. Here's the second thing, if you're taking notes. Surface issues are often foundation issues. Surface issues are often foundation issues. If you've ever bought a home before, it's very exciting. We were buying a house in Cleveland and we went with the realtor and it's awesome. They always have like a nice little bottle of water in the car with you and some mints and you know, I was enjoying the experience being taken around and from house to house and what I thought was the dream home. We pull up, and I mean, from the moment I saw it, I was like, this is the dream home. I was like, it's got no grass to cut, boom. I was like, perfect. It's got a garage door, love it, you know? Like all these things, and, but it had like high ceilings. There's something about tall ceilings that I love. I just love a big tall ceiling. It had that, I was like, this is wonderful. We're looking around now, in one of the bedrooms, in one of the bedrooms, there's like this little crack above the little door. And I was like, that's no big deal. Cover that up. Nobody's going to see that. We go to the basement, and I'm with the realtor, and he, we're looking around, and I'm like, it's great. It's going to be like a place to jam out, you know? This is, a, who knows what, gonna, this is an awesome place. And all of a sudden, he goes, no, I can't sell you the house. I was like, why? He said, you see that right there? You see that crack? And I bent down, and there was this little crack that went sideways about four feet. Now, if you know anything about foundation cracks, you know that if they go this way, you're good. If they go this way, it's bad. And so I knew right then in that very moment that we we're in bad shape. And we didn't buy the house, and thank God we didn't, because if we had, that thing would have probably collapsed. But inside the foundation, there's issues that cause problems at the surface. If you've got a foundation problem, you're going to have a problem at the surface. It's going to happen. When there's problems at the foundation and there's cracks, mold gets in your house. Mold affects the entire house. Pests can get in when there's cracks in the foundation. Pests affect the entire house. Don't just look at the surface of something. It's something deeper. There's something going on in 2023 underneath the surface that God wants to unlock in your life. I believe that. Nobody's looking forward to 2023 more than me, I feel like. My gosh, 
Get me out of 2022. My Lord. I'm so excited because I know and I've, I've, I've found, I've, I fell on the rock, I guess you could say. I don't even know if I was like looking for, I just fell on it. I just found God. I found that I'm, I was held secure. That I was in him. I found that this year and there's something different about that. When you find that, whew, your whole world changes. Your whole world changes. Because those surface issues are issues below the surface. Now, you have the house that was built on the sand. It's, it's only worried about a couple of things. How do I look, right? How do, is our house bigger than the neighbor's house, honey? You know, have you ever, are we, is our house decorated better than the neighbor's house, honey? Have you thought, have you had that conversation yet? Is, how do we compare to the other families? This family has it together. This guy has it together. This, we, we are in a place of surface level and appearance issues building a home. In California, if, you, if you've been to Los Angeles, there's a, a, uh, a road, it's called Mulholland Drive. It's where all the movie stars live. You can take tours. You get on these little vans and they, for some reason, it's really cool, they take the top off, right? You're in the, one of the, it's a, it's a 15 passenger like youth group van with the top pulled off. I thought about buying one. And we drove around, we're looking at all the sites and stuff and we, we go to this place where it's, it's right along the coast and man, you talk, Bruno Mars house, Jack Nicholson. I mean, like he was naming like the biggest name stars and I was like, are you kidding me? Everybody was there it, and I felt like I was part of it. Like I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then there was this one house, huge house, huge house, right. And when I say on the edge of the cliff, I'm talking about if he opened up his door, he would be on the cliff. It was that far and straight down was nothing but ocean. Straight down was nothing but a, and this house, I was like, I said, whose house is that? <laughs> whose is that? And how are they getting to it? And he's, I don't remember who it was. He said, yeah, those houses, they stay vacant. They have to, they have to get out because of the erosion that takes place. The erosion of the waves beats against the rocks. And over time, the foundation begins to tilt the cracks in the foundation begin to split. The ground begins to get mushy and soft. And down goes the house. Multi-million dollar homes in California, they like to watch do landslides. Who would build a house on a place like that? Guy number two. Me built whole lives around stuff that doesn't matter, things that don't matter, things on the outside that, oh, everybody will see, it really doesn't matter. I've built an entire life on that. But when you find the rock, when you find the foundation, everything changes. Because I wanna be built to last, not built for looks. I wanna be able to make it. I want 2023 to be a year like I've never seen before. I want to be blessed. I want to walk in obedience in God's blessing, and I can't do that on my own. I can't do it on another podcast or a, another book or 10 ways. To, no, 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 no. I can't do that. I can't go listen to a motivational speech or another TED Talk to get my life together, right? 
I wanna build a good life, I want another year, I want a year that's gonna be powerful, that God's moving, and I need it to be built on something else. Why do I keep repeating myself? Well, it's because it's a very simple message that a lot of us miss. A and B, one or two, there is no middle. These things you have to repeat. These things you have to say over and over again. I will build a foundation upon Christ. I will not go to the sand. I'm going to press forward through whatever crisis we've been in this year or the past two years, whatever family issue. You can say, well, Adam, our life's falling apart. Our home is upside down. Then who else needs a foundation, right? You ever been to Wonderworks up there in uh, Gatlinburg and the house is flipped upside down and the foundation's on the top and the roof? You've seen that. That's what it looks like spiritually sometimes. You're like, you don't know what it looks like here. But on the outside, oh man, everything's great. These foundations are false. And I've got a few false foundations that some of us, including myself, have built lives on. Built our whole lives on things like self. Like how much money can we get? Like our life is about money. Now granted, we need money to live. I need that, right? Yes. Now, <laughs> but when you build your life around just getting as much of it as you can, you're building a foundation on it. Or how about your talent? You're talented, so you're like, I'm going to build my whole life around my talent or my skill. But one incident where you break your arm, you lose your talent, you lose your foundation. You see how quick things like that can happen. You know, I read a, a thing, social media was, is, a, is another aspect, another foundation now that we're building more than ever, way more than ever. About just most people in here probably have social media accounts is what the statistics would say. And we are building lives upon it. We're building, some of us are building fake lives on it, right? Like some of it's like, they don't even live in that house, right? <laughs> you didn't go on vacation there, what, you know? Just to have the appearance of what that is. Here's what's so crazy about social media usage. This is how I know, it's not just becoming a god, it's becoming a foundation. Here's how it is, look at this. Based on a 2022 global overview report, the average time that users spend on social media is two hours and 27 minutes per day. That doesn't sound that bad, right? To some, to, to middle schoolers are like, ah, oh, that's a down day. But like, this means that the average social media user will spend 894 hours and 15 minutes on social media in a year. You look at this, it's five weeks of your life in that one year is spent on social, on your, on your phone, on your phone. That's so much life to give up. So much time, that's so many conversations. There's so much that you can think of. You're trading just for that. You know what the enemy is? He is a phenomenal realtor. He's a phenomenal realtor. He could get us to swap this house for that house like that. Anybody ever gotten a call that says, hey, we'd like to buy your house and it's like a scam or something like that? I've, I don't know, some people get those, but. It's an offer. The enemy comes by like a realtor and he offers another foundation, a foundation of success or whatever else that will entice us to say, yes, I'll buy that. He's a phenomenal realtor that will get us to buy into the foundation of relationships 
Or maybe if I could just get married, I'll build my life around my spouse or I'll build my life around my kids or, or whatever, the situ family situation, taking care of my mother, I'll build my whole life. The truth is we can't build our lives around other people and we can't build our life around religion and just doing the right thing or following rules and we sure cannot build it around things of the world because I know I've tried that and it doesn't go nowhere. So what do we do? There's A. We've seen B, there's that. We've seen two, there's one. There is only one choice today. What does that look like? A house built on a rock. Well, 2 Corinthians says this, verse uh, eight and nine, we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed. We are perplexed, meaning we don't know what to do, but we're not in despair. We're persecuted, but we're not abandoned, and we're struck down, but we are not Destroyed. Psalm 18.2 says, the Lord is my rock and he is my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust. Proverbs 10.25 says, when the storm swept by and the wicked are gone, but the righteous stand firm forever. When you pick a foundation that looks like that, you will be built to last. I have to say it a hundred times to myself because I have a tendency to slide over this way, a, tri a foundation swap, I guess is what they can call it in building terms. The third thing is this, though, and I'm closing, is that you can't prevent storms, but you can prepare for them. You can't prevent them, but you can prepare for them. There is no dodging life crisis no dodging it. When it comes, it comes full force. It's a class five. And when I say it's a storm, it's a storm. It's Wonder Works home. And there are times in life when that does happen, and it can happen to you just personally, can happen to your home. But what do you do? What do you fall back on when a doctor says the word cancer? You fall back on your, your pocketbook? Our wallets, or our busy calendars, our big time meetings. I've never seen one successful businessman on his deathbed say, I need to go get one more meeting in. Those things can't make good foundations. And the foundation of the home is the future of the home. If the enemy can get the foundation of the home, he'll have the whole home. He'll take kids. He wants your children. He wants aunts and uncles. He wants them sometimes more than I feel like the church world wants them. But we gotta be willing to get and do everything we can for a generation and not just, I mean, it's all of us. What age limit does the enemy, I love this. This is what's so crazy. The enemy does not care at all about age, race, money, he'll go after anybody. He accepts everyone, all people. Then why can't we accept all people, all ages, all races? Don't care if you're rich or poor, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's just real talk. This is just, forget the whole sermons, all the, it's just real talk, guys. It's, if you're in here and you're 15 years old or you're in here and and you're, you could be my grandfather's age. 
but you've been on a foundation that just, it ain't working. You're trying to do life without them. Guys, come on. There's only two choices. There's only two choices. I'm gonna close with, with this. If you guys will stand. Where do we go though? As the rain comes down, streams rise up, the winds blow. Two things I wanna challenge us to do. Two things I feel like that we could walk out of here saying, all right, we wanna build on a foundation that lasts. We need God's word. So let's do this. Let's put God's word to work. Not just read it. It's more than just reading the Bible. It's putting it to work. So what do we do? I challenge, and Pastor Chad said it, challenge to get this reading plan and just take it one day at a time. Listen, I'm ADHD. I've got all, I had all kinds of issues, all right? And I still do, all right? I gotta take this whole thing one day at a time. This whole thing, it, you can't be five years in advance. No, no, no. It's what am I gonna read tomorrow and where am I gonna meet God next? That's what it's about. You want the nourishment that we need, the answers to life's issues and the moral just chaos that we're in. It's found in God's word. Let God's word just dwell in you richly this year, as it says in Colossians. Second thing is this. So we got our, our Bible plan, but what, let's, let's partake, participate in the fast. If you haven't participated in a fast before, I would, I would challenge you to do this. This is something that is special that a lot of churches, and really it's only on the only great way to start a new year, a fresh start. Let's start with a fast. Let's give something up and let's take that time and say, God, I'm, I want to consecrate myself to you. Let it get really, really personal and not so distant. Let this relationship with God get really up in your face. I tell students, let it get up in your sweet tea, all right? Let God get in there. At the end of the day, it's all about authenticity, right? It's all about real. And we gotta be real with our kids and our friends and our family members because it's a gut check. 2023, we don't know what's around the corner, but I'll tell you this, I wanna be built to last, amen? I want to be built to last. Well, so there it is, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. This is what's crazy. 1990, finally, finally, after so many years of people saying, I can't do this, this thing's going to fall, right? Can you imagine? Can you imagine that many years of tourists thinking this is the day? Can you imagine working there thinking this could be the day <laughs> that it falls over? Well, finally in 1990, somebody came up and said, we need to... We need to redo this whole structure of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. They reinforced 15 meters of foundation so that the Leaning Tower of Pisa isn't leaning this way, but it's really leaning against the foundation. Where before it was on mushy ground, it had a foundation renovation. It didn't touch the building just touch the foundation. Some of us might need a foundation renovation this morning. Some of us might need to rededicate and say, this year, it's about you. It ain't about me. It's not about choice B. It's about A. Some of us might need that. And if that's you, you don't have, we're not, you don't have to make a big display. You make the show and create the altar at your seat. Create it right there in your heart. God's there. He sees it. So let's pray together. Lord, 
There's someone here that might be going through a storm right now, a storm of maybe things from the past, a storm of things that are they're worried about to come. Maybe somebody got some news from a doctor, maybe some news from a spouse, or maybe some things going on with their children at school. God, some of us are wrapped up in debt, worry, depression, and fear. There's so many things that go into this. But God, those are things that are small because you're so big. Lord, we know that when you are our foundation, we're built to last and we're created to lean.